Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. With a big name interview show released every Monday, yesterday's was a cracker with Jim Cregan, Rod Stewart's guitarist and co-songwriter for decades. You should definitely listen to it if you haven't done so already. And I also release a short daily show just like this, Tuesdays through Sunday, so you get a new episode every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is November the 29th and we start by remembering a legend who sadly succumbed to lung cancer on this day in 2001. Ex-Beatle George Harrison passed away just 58 years old. Also on this day in 1986, Bon Jovi's anthem, You Give Love a Bad Name, hit number one on the US chart, while the number one song in the UK chart in 1975 was Queen's anthem, Bohemian Rhapsody. It topped the UK chart for a then-record nine weeks. It was also the group's first top ten hit in the US. On this day in 1979, the original four members of KISS played together for the last time before their first breakup. And on this day in 2003, at Greenpoint Stadium, Cape Town, acts like Brian May and Roger Taylor from Queen, Bono and the Edge from U2, Bob Geldof and Peter Gabriel, performed at Nelson Mandela's 46664 concert held to raise awareness of the spread of HIV and AIDS in South Africa. But for today's main show, we're looking at someone turning 71 years old today. Yes, born on this day in 1951 is guitarist and founding member of the band Boston, Barry Goodrow. Barry played on the band's first two meteoric albums before an acrimonious split brought on by Tom Schultz. He later went on to work with Brad Delp for many years and is currently playing and touring with his new band, Barry Goodrow's Engine Room. I interviewed Barry a couple of months ago, so I'm going to play out a small clip of that from episode 74. Here he is talking about the crazy success the band had straight after releasing their debut album, Boston, in 1976. But at that point, you know, we hadn't really performed as a band. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Tom and I and Tom, Brad and I had, had done a few shows around town earlier when we were still doing demos, but, you know, we weren't really alive back at that point. So the record label had booked a... Uh, a tour of nightclubs in the Midwest of the United States. And we didn't have any infrastructure, so to speak. We didn't have any roadies. We didn't have any equipment. Uh, you know, there was a, 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 an advertisement called the Warren Advertiser that had a section of musical instruments. And we went in there and we went out and bought amplifiers and, and guitars and drums you know, used from the bargain on this guide in order to get the equipment together. And then we started rehearsing, and again, we didn't have any road crew members, so we'd have people hanging around in the hallways in the rehearsal space, and we said, uh, hey, want to be a roadie? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay, you're a roadie, you know. <laughs> so, you know, not only were we really green, but everybody around us was really green as well, so... We ended up going to the to the Midwest, and uh, you know they had booked us in in nightclubs, and there were lines all the way around the block at these places. You know there were way more people than the Clinton alums, you know, showing up, and that's when it really started kicking in that you know there's something really going on here. <laughs> 
and then almost immediately uh, we got our first tour, which was uh, opening up for Black Sabbath. Wow. It seemed like uh, an odd pairing, but uh, you know, at that point, Black Sabbath, the career was was you know going on the downside. Our career was going up, and they really appreciated us, you know, being on the bill and, and selling tickets, and they treated us. Super, super great. I mean, the guys are just fantastic. In fact, we stayed in touch with them for years and years after that, uh, right up until fairly recently, really. Barry Goudreau there. You can hear more stories from that amazing time where that first record became the biggest-selling debut album of all time up to that point. Working with Brad and Tom, what really happened that saw him fired from the band, how he felt when Brad Delp died, and much more as well. You can check out the full interview on episode 74 now. But that's it for November the 29th. I'll be back tomorrow for the last day of November. Crazy. With more on this day rock goodness. But until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.